is the Lord. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for your goodness to our lives. Thank you for the great mercy you have extended unto us. Thank you for this gathering, which is not to any man but unto you. For you have already declared it that the gathering shall be unto you, but not to any man. This evening, Lord, we are asking that you will give us a revelation of your word. Asking for understanding all through your message in the name of Jesus. That it will not be as usual, but it will be as an encounter with you. And therefore I ask, O oh God, that please let me be a worthy vessel to myself and to my brethren in the name of Jesus. And also we plead that your word will be imprinted upon our hearts forever and ever. I thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for each one of you here tonight. The topic that we are going to be studying together is what are the weapons of our warfare? What are the weapons of our warfare? And I know that as soon as there's a sound of warfare, there's a kind of psychological staring in our minds that makes everybody think as if it is a natural fight. But I pray that you will open your heart and allow God to establish some very important things that would help you the rest of your life to victoriously walk and overcome the devil because the battle has already been won. Hallelujah. If we sit here tonight, we are sitting not because we are coming to fight the devil. Jesus has already defeated him. Praise the Lord. And I pray that that will settle. And when you understand it this way, when he brings and tries to lure you into anything that would let him get access to you, you will neither give him any place. Many believers have been defeated because we have not been turned and taught into focusing on the fact that Jesus has finished the job. And ours is to maintain our stance in him. And so, when we talk about what are the weapons of our warfare, the scripture will speak for itself so that you and I will agree with the scripture and move on and walk victoriously for us to rejoice in the good work that Christ has done for us. So we honor Jesus tonight because of what he has done for us. I would like first of all for us to go to 2 Corinthians because I would like for us to see exactly what Bible said concerning warfare. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse number 1 to 6 and I plead do everything to open your heart to allow God to bring you understanding. For lack of understanding, the people will not stand well. 
The Bible said, Now I, Paul, myself, I am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence I am lonely among you, but in being absent I am bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present, I, am, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some. Who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh... We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, praise the Lord, are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And the verse 6 says, And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. Shall we take it from NLT? Brethren, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Listen very carefully and don't allow anybody to mislead you. To thinking you are battling Satan. He has been battled and be defeated already. Praise the Lord. Ours is to take notice of Areas in our lives that Satan tries to take advantage of by way of thinking, by way of what goes on in our minds. When we did not know Jesus, the Bible is so clear. We were under the influence of Satan. What he dictated to our minds is what we got up to do. So, have you ever seen Satan anywhere? Is there anybody who has seen him? Can tell him how he looks like? Can tell us? God is telling us something. God is saying, The man has been defeated. But, as crafty as he is, you know, Satan has never been given with the permission to start boxing anybody. But he has a way of trying to get you and I to align ourselves in our thoughts. I will be coming to the scriptures very soon. To align ourselves in our thoughts and in our imaginations in a way that it would help to defeat the victory that Christ had already won for us. So Paul, led by the Spirit of the Lord, led a very good example in this verse 1. Listen to this. Now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. And kindness of Christ, though, I realize you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from afar. Now listen. When Paul wrote to brethren, his letters were so sharp. But when he came to the people to preach, because of the presence of Jesus in him, he was very meek. He was very gentle. 
In fact, to such an extent that some of the brethren were confused. Is this the same person who wrote us, which was so powerful, but when we see him like this, he is very, he is Christ-like. So it confused the brethren. Hallelujah. Are you listening carefully? And so, in thinking in their not renewed mind, they were wondering. And so they started passing messages on that, you know, Apostle Paul, we are not sure when the, mother, the brother sends a letter and our pastor gets it and he reads to us, you know, the words are so powerful, but when he is here with us, he is very gentle. May I tell you the secret, anybody who is born again, tonight I just want us to fight to maintain ourselves in the gentleness of Christ. Praise the Lord. That is a proof that we are no longer in our old self. That is the proof that we are no longer the way we used to be. We need to be very kind. If we are not, something is not correct with us. And so in presence, Apostle Paul was saying like that. But then when there was a talk as relating to the letters they received, there was a confusion. And that's how come he's now writing that you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from afar. So in their minds, they were ah, is this the same person who wrote this letter which is so sharp? What is happening here? May I say to you, we cannot be any other wise than to be, in, than to be like Christ in everything we do. Amen. In the verse number 2, well, I am begging you. So now, listen to this. I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. Now, this is where the confusion was coming from. The brethren said, his letters are very sharp. But when he's here in person and he's communicating, he's so soft, he's so this. And so the whole thing jammed their mind and they thought that, ah, how could his letters be so strong? And when he's here, they, we see him in person, that the life of Jesus is so reflective to them in the, in the local assembly, they were confused. So it was in that that he decided to correct them that don't look at things from the way you see by saying that I am very soft and therefore my letters are this. We do not judge according to the flesh. Hallelujah. So he wanted to erase that confusion from their mind. So let me tell you. Anybody who is born again, and let me, that's why I keep saying almost every Sunday I say it, and I will not stop. Whose life is full of lies, is full of natural way of insisting his own way, he's not renewed. And he needs help. Hallelujah. Because we do not use the natural way of doing things. Like somebody will just come and say, listen, I'm just going there. I'm going to tell him my peace of mind to let him know that this... No, 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 no. Oh, you are not being gentle, expressing that Jesus is living inside you. Hallelujah. And I want us to know tonight, please may we never take it for granted. Christ must be seen in us, or else we don't belong to him. Why? As he is, so are we in the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When we didn't know, when we didn't know, not from the Bible, from the Charismatics Manual, we taught that, even when we have to do prayer, 
It is better to hold it in the mic and say, wow, 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 to show that we are doing spiritual warfare, defeated. Today you would, I pray, give me time. I will trust God. I want to show you some spiritual things. Listen, if you are in Christ, your life must be sweet. Praise the Lord. It must simply be. You see, he said in the gentleness, in the verse 1, you said, in the gentleness and in the kindness. You want to see real Paul, this is the way I am. But some of you are getting confused to say, my letters are different from the way I am. You see, the scripture is powerful. And if the scripture is dealing with you, allow the scripture to deal with you, then to begin to get confused and say, is this the same Paul who writes such sharp letters and yet when he's here, his gentleness is just, and when he's talking so soft, because Jesus, now you have seen Jesus is in the man. Hallelujah. Now, after he has said, I'm now begging you so that when I come to you, I I don't want you to see me. He says, I don't want you to see me as if you are looking at me in the flesh. No, you. if you do that, you have missed the point. So, he now came and said, we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. Praise the Lord. Anyone who is here tonight, who has always gotten up and said, Car, I will not allow them to take me for granted. I'm going to show them that the fact that we are in Christ doesn't mean that we are fools. Then you are not there. Because when you are in Christ, you become a fool. It's as simple as that. Let them do everything. But only speak the way Christ wants you to speak. Let the gentleness be seen. Let the kindness be seen. Because that is the proof that he is at work in you. Now going further. So he was using that to now establish it to say, Listen, we know no man after the flesh. Don't begin to look at me because of the way I am so gentle and presenting my message. And then my letters are sharp. Don't, don't get confused with that. Now, because of that, he said, Let me now explain how spiritual warfare is done. Praise the Lord. Then he said, We use God's mighty weapons. Not worldly weapons. You know worldly weapons? That's, that's the world. But Jesus said, when they give it to you here, reply me. When they give it to you at the left, Add the right to it. That shows that you are a child of God. You know, let me, let me, let me just un- let you understand. You see, when God opened my eyes to see, I don't do, do those things I call nonsense anymore. Sometimes we think that after we have done, no, I sweat, you know, then we have overcome the devil. Jesus overcame him on the cross. Only just know how. If he gives a supply to the mind, you hit it back. Scripture didn't say that. I will not do it. Then you are fighting the good battle. Praise the Lord. Now, listen to this. We use God's mighty weapons. We use God's mighty weapons. I will give you an example. We we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Everybody who is sitting here tonight, I want to tell you, before you fall, before you fall to any temptations, 
Where does it start from? Somebody tell me. Before you fall, where does it start from? Excellent. Before you fall to any temptation, it would have started on your mind. So Satan hasn't been given with the authority to come and knock you down just like that. He would rather say, are you not afraid? He would rather say, do you think you will make it? He would rather say something like this. The way your stomach is making kukukuku, you are coming to die. He would rather say to you, the way your head is paining you. You know, the other day, the woman's head was paining her like that. And then he, she fell down and they carried. So you are the next one. Who. That is the trick. And then when... Of course, it becomes a little severe. See, and it is at that time the Bible said, you use the word of God to crack it to say, I'm in the hands of the Lord. No weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. Get thee behind me, Satan. Stop what you are doing. Because I am not going to die. I can call this woman to come and testify. There was a time she was experiencing a terrible pain. We talked about it, we prayed. I'm sure she doesn't even remember when it disappeared. Hello? Brethren, Satan doesn't have the right, but he will use, he will speak to your mind. So when the brethren were getting confused in the natural, then Paul said, let me begin to now explain how spiritual warfare is done. So he says that, the weapon that we use to defeat is from God. Hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Let me tell you who, who is on the, in the house and those who are here. If you are going to succeed, you have to know that Christ has already succeeded over him. Amen. The next thing is that when he tells your mind that you are going to die, you face him and say, I am not dying. My, house, my life is in the hands of the Lord. Get up, clear off. You don't have any idea. A lot of times that some things have come to me and I said, clear off. As if, if I was in the street, they would say, Papa, is you okay? I'm very okay because I have learned to talk to him. So the battle... And the, and the warfare we are engaged in, brother, listen carefully. It doesn't have much to do. Honestly, it doesn't have anything to do with how powerful Satan is. All it had to do is that as he speaks to your mind, you clear him off on your mind. Amen. So the scripture says, Knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. May I tell you something? When he says re human reasoning, it, haven't, how many of us have not experienced negative things in our minds? Or, hey, this thing, your last money. Hmm. Right now, if you go and you don't meet a man, what are you going to do? I mean, almost everything that had to do with us, when you are getting to the crossroads, Satan has something to say about it. And it is at this place that the Bible is saying that those reasoning and false arguments, you have to begin to now diffuse them. You have to begin to remove them. You have to begin not to accept it. If you do that, you are showing that Christ is at work in you. 
both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Praise the Lord. Verse 5. Listen to how we destroy. You see, this is all that you do. So when you go to any pastor and they say, we, I saw some black bed that was standing on your shoulder and with a long peak like this and you too foolish. You say, but when he saw me, even if it is so, even if it is so, you have a weapon. Even if it is so, get deep behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. Many lives have been destroyed simply because Things were said. I will give you one example. I'm going to pray for someone about masturbation. Listen to this. And I ask, how did you come to do this? Meanwhile, I was teaching and I mentioned that somewhere. That looking at your phone, are you listening? Looking at your phone and watching pornography, that you have no business as a child of God to do. As you do that, Satan is only preparing your mind. And the demons are standing there. So as you get interested, Quietly, they zoom into your life. Now, coming back to what I was asking the gentleman, how did you come to do this? Then he said, hmm. So it was just when you were now teaching, when you gave a lot of examples of people you have encountered, then I saw. Now listen to this. He said, I was there. We were boys, boys, boys. And then one day, somebody just said, in person, you know, when you are going to bath, just put soap into your palm and just collect your thing and do like this. Until I don't understand. So and when you do that, you are fine. Now listen to this. He said, when he said that, I looked at him and I said, ah. Two days after, that thought came back. And you know, listen to this. What do you think he should have done? I just want to show you how people are struggling on unnecessary things. What do you think he should have done? Okay, you won't tell me. Thank you for putting it there. Every thought, imaginations, the person said it two days ago. Now, he is being reminded by that demonic force. So, when the thought came, the only thing you needed to do was, clear off, get thee behind me. But he didn't. So, as soon as he said, so he too, he went to the bathroom, he took it and started working. And then he said, I have fasted. I have prayed. It's ten years now. Sometimes I'm there for one year. Just when it's about one year, I don't know how I find myself doing it again. And I said, you see. Meanwhile, the scripture has just been very clear. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellion thoughts. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Are you here? The way you are very quiet. When Satan sends a signal of such a thing, all you need to do is to just debunk it back. 
tear off my face. What do you think? A child of God, you want me to go and stand there and be doing, doing this. That's how you do it. One boy I was praying for. He said he was lying on the auntie's hall. Fast asleep an afternoon. The auntie's son is a bad boy. So, bad boy because Satan has gotten hold of him. He was sleeping very deep because he needed me to help by God's grace and prayer that he may be free. So I'm also trying to figure out how did you come by this movement? And then he said, so I was very fast asleep. The next thing I saw was somebody putting his hands around me. So I woke up and I saw my auntie's son. And I said, so what did you do? He said, I... I was just there. I said, Didn't you give him a dirty slap or even say something? What do you mean? He said, I didn't do anything. So I slept again and he came to put his hand around me. I didn't do anything. Guess what? Few days after, he didn't, his taste started shifting for men. That is how the demon jumped over him. Now, are you understanding what I'm saying? So, what I want you to know tonight, when the Bible is talking about spiritual warfare, it's as simple as anything that Satan will work on on your mind, crack it down and return to the sender. Praise the Lord. It is not your duty To think as if something strange has happened. Just simply reject it. Whoever becomes the instrument you tell him, don't bring this nonsense here. That message, when you say it, that demon who was standing by will hear and will accept that this man is not ready to accommodate this gift. Is it okay? You are very quiet for me tonight. So I just want you to understand. Brethren, Jesus has defeated Satan. Somebody shout a big amen. But Satan only prepares your mind to accept the rubbish. So now, as I talk with different people, as I deal with different people, I have discovered that How Satan gets entrance into their lives to be tormenting them is very simple a way. And that is why God has given the answer. Casting down anything that is not righteous, you crash it back. Get out from me in the name of Jesus. Even when you see it by accident, are you listening? When you see it by accident, oh. For instance, you're going to your place and, and you see something on the TV. People are watching and you see funny thing. Oh, clear off. You put your eye. You have already defeated it. But if you become interested and you watch, the demonic people are, the demonic spirits are hanging around. As soon as you show interest, then they begin to talk to your mind. I can give you examples and examples and examples of People that God, by His grace, have exposed me to meet with them and I have seen how it works. So I want to tell you, Jesus has won the battery, the battle. Hallelujah. We destroy. Be ready to punish. Have you noticed there's a scripture that says that every tongue that rises up against you do what? Condemn. Any thought that comes to you that is not correct, Clear it off from your mind. If you do that, you'll be succeeding. Now, let me read this in 6 because I need to go to Ephesians for you to know something very important. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellion thoughts. Capture any thought that is not wholesome, that does not agree with God. Capture it and remove it from your mind. Praise the Lord. And teach them to obey Christ. Verse number 6. After you have become fully obedient 
In other words, after you have become fully obedient, you will punish every remaining disobedient. And this is one of my victorious scriptures. Anytime you are obedient to the scripture, you have authority to now kick Satan out. Hallelujah. And it is very important. If you yourself, you are not obedient to the scripture, may I tell you that you can battle everything, it will not go. Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter, chapter 6, the famous scripture, which backs this thing. We take it from verse 10 to maybe 13. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I love that. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Listen to the scripture, which I pray you will catch it. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Listen, there is an established power. There is an established strength already. Your duty is to get into it and activate it. Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord. I am great in the Lord and I thank you, Father, that in your grace I stand. Now, Verse number 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. What is an armor? Who is going to tell me? We have a soldier one here. Your protective garment, correct? So let's not be deceived by armor. Anything that protects you is your armor. Okay, so when God says that put on the armor of God, that you'll be able to stand against the walls of the devil. What are the armory that he's talking about? Let's continue. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. They, they are in the realm, the, the demonic, when the Bible says heavenly places, it's in the realm. In the realm, not heaven itself. In the realm here. Therefore, take up the whole. Now, when I say in the realm here, this is the reason why some unwholesome thoughts come. Because they are the ones who supply it. Praise the Lord. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And haven't done all to stand. So he has told you what you need to do. Now what are the armories? Let's go. Stand firm. Haven't gathered your waist with truth. Haven't put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now listen to this. No, don't go quick. Let me just take it so I save time. Stand firm. Haven't gathered your waist with truth. You are a child of God. You lie. You are a child of God. You lie. And you see, people don't know how Satan gets to us. You are a child of God, you are insincere, insincere. You are a child of God, you are jealous. You are a child of God, you are bitter. Listen, please. If you have those things, you are always not protected. Do you remember last year? Nah, it was not this group. It was not church. What made Job very protective from Satan? Satan would always come around Job when they gathered together. But he couldn't touch him because Job was a man that feared God and shined evil. So, When he came around that he thought that Job would have done something that would have opened the door to his life, he will come and will not do, he won't see anything. So he will hoover and hoover. And so this time they came for prayer meeting and in the presence of the Lord, Satan came again. As he has always done. And then God said, why are you here? He said, my here, I go up and down. I go up and down to see wherever somebody will create an opportunity for me to work. That is what it means. Because Jesus is the one who said it. In, 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 in Matthew chapter 24 verse 28, there's a very powerful scripture there. It stands by itself. Jesus said, 
where the carcasses is, the vulture will be there. Bolasu, um, petebeko. And why is it so? Because pete likes smelling stuff, correct? So whenever they they are flying and they smell that akukofunu wobola, so they will come. Jesus was explaining that demons would always get to where things are not wholesome. Praise the Lord. And so, brethren, what I want us to know is that when there are so many forces on you, it is because you have created it. Created it. Let your mind be focused on Jesus. Singing spiritual songs and making melodies. Let me tell you, if you have somebody like that, Obebia no asinechi. And most people don't know it. Somebody can get up in the morning after he has said, Our heavenly, uh, uh, our Father who art in heaven, hello be thy name, thy kingdom kind, thy will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven, blah, blah. After he has said that, the next thing is, he is thinking about this sister, how I'm going to deal with her. Now, if Satan now sees they are in the atmosphere, as we said, the heavenly places, they see that there is a baller in you, they will come. They will come. It, it is no magic. They will come. So, brother, if you want to walk victoriously, full of mercy, joy, peace, righteousness, as we have already seen, the breastplate of righteousness, no bitterness. Don't lie. Don't exaggerate. Let me tell you, you exaggerate, you are opening a door to cancer. But people don't know these things. Just be a child of God. Somebody shout a big amen. Today I promised myself, I said, no, Lord, let me speak like my wife. He said, we will see. And I don't think I'm speaking like her. Hallelujah. It was actually a silly prayer. Brethren, See how God says we should stand, having gathered your waste with truth. Wherever you go, just tell the truth. Whatever comes, just tell the truth. Satan would only come and look, and he will go. Blessed prayer of righteousness. Listen, Jesus has enabled us to be righteous, so just walk in it. When you do these things, all this, let me tell you, my own experience in life, I was very bitter about a brother for concern that he made over me. And when I heard it, many years ago, I've never experienced this kind of headache, they call migraine and all of this. I've heard people talk about it. Then all of a sudden, my head, half of it was cracking and my eye was like this. I took pala, it didn't work. I took everything. Then the next thing they told me was something called cafe god. Even cafe god didn't work. And then, thanks be to God, I came to myself and said, Lord, I don't understand why my head is aching. Then the Lord thanked God for his mercy. He said, because you are bitter. And I said, Lord, bitter? About two. He said, this brother. I said, Lord, media channel. Me paucho media channel. In fact, Lord, do you want me to go and root media channel? Do you know, as soon as I did that, the thing went. It went. It was from that day I noticed that some of the things that we are having, we have invited it. But tonight, may you acknowledge your weapon. If I hadn't gone through it, I won't tell you. So, when I heard God say truth, there are some of us, little, little, twisting, twisting. It's not a problem, oh. You are bringing problem to yourself. So, from tonight, just be like Christ will be. Hallelujah. Fifteen. Having shoot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Let me tell you, people who are dying to preach the gospel... They are fearsome people. 
This is why we are encouraging, apart from it being the fact that we are supposed to be preaching, anybody who is always dying to present the body of Jesus, they are very healthy and strong because it is, it, you, you are now going into the camp of the enemy to even destroy. He has gotten people and you are going to le- release them. So, may I tell you, those of us who have been running away from outreach, it is, in fact, yeah, you better do it because there's a great benefit. You're going to release people. And if I'm the one going to release people, ha, then I'll be released myself. Amen. Next one. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked ones. So simple. Believe in God that God is able to protect you. I have noticed with my little walk with God that any time you became too scared about something and you don't trust God to help you, you are already on your way out. God hates that people cannot trust Him. And so, let me tell you something. If you read the history of the Israelites, one of the things that always got them into trouble was any time they shifted their focus and trusting that God was able to do it, it took them into trouble. So when you hear the scripture says that the shield of faith, I want you to know that have faith in God. Whatever it is, you say, Lord, I'm here. Oh, you are the one I trust you. I'm not afraid. I know that you will not let this happen to me. And as you do that, you see the hand of God. Hallelujah. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Why we are telling every church member, spend time in the Word of God. Pray. Make time and say, this time is me and God. You are so busy with this worldly affair, even if you work where you live, says 10, you have to leave the house at 5.30, you have to start disciplining yourself that by 4 a.m. I'm up. That I can have one and one interaction with God so that you can take in the word of God. Because you see, the entrance of his word will bring light. As long as you are understanding the word of God, you would have certain things under control. But we don't have time. And this is why Satan is very happy, making sure that the word of the Lord is taken out of the system now people don't, refer, don't reverence the word of God. The reason is because they think that, oh, the word of God. Let me tell you, the Bible says that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. You see, it has nothing to do with carnality. I have seen God demonstrating a lot of things in my natural eyes. I'll be driving and I will see a car, top speed, about to knock somebody in my car. I just release it in the name of Jesus. And I don't know how it happens. The people get saved. You see, so the word of the Lord works when it comes from your mouth. Today, instead of spending time in the word of the Lord, to be built up in the word of the Lord, I'm going to see a prophet. And when you go here too, he will tell you that I saw a black crow. For this time he was standing here. And the pig was about coming into your eye. Or the fear show me. And that type of fear, if God doesn't help you, it's not easy to get rid of it. I've dealt with few of such cases. So may I tell you, the word of God works. Amen. Quickly, praying always. With all prayers, supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance, supplication for all the saints. You know, I, I love these scriptures, you know. Because God has given me a few experiences which I thank him for. I think I've said it. I do say it a lot when I'm doing, when I'm doing Holy Ghost baptism. I have noticed that. When I pray in the spirit, I pray better. If I'm praying for Brother Frank, Lord, I thank you for my brother. Thank you for his life. Thank you for this. Lord, I lift him. Marokoto, Balanda, Gazende, Paradugu, Same, Kaha, Hade, Maharoko, Soto, Madiginde, Kahadikende, Tokonto, Vasiapie. As I do that, 
Bible tells me that I am praying for him concerning the will of God. I am praying about things that the mind cannot perceive. This is why I love to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Because that is the one that the Holy Ghost dictates. He is the one who tells it that, okay, this prayer that you are praying for Frank, this is what you are praying to God for, for him, which your mind, mind cannot perceive. This is why I love tongues. I've seen it. I was telling you that when I finished school, I was in the house that morning. I, all I was doing was Bible and prayer. I would pray, 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 pray. And my house too was quiet. I said, Because that guy was my mate in school. We were in SU together. God only wanted to tell me something. So, I, okay. I continue. When I finished, two weeks after, I was at Accra Town. I was at Accra Town, post office area. So walking like this, I bombed into Eso Nyakum. I said, Eso! I had even forgotten that weeks ago I was praying and his, his name came through my mouth. Eso! Not then, he was from Mapam. After school, me, me, and Shobia. How are you? Say, then he said, Oh, I'm fine. We started, all students, friends, started talking. And then he said, Dennis, Dennis, two weeks ago, I was sick. I knew I was dying. As soon as he said that, the Lord said, Do you remember you prayed for him two weeks ago? From that day, tongues from Fambabur. Who doesn't understand the language I spoke? Thank God, you all understand. You won't say amen. That's what it, praying always with all prayer and supplication. In the spirit. When he says in the spirit, if I speak in an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying. How be it in the spirit, I speak mysteries. Colossians, 2 Corinthians, is this 2 Corinthians uh, 14.2? Or first, first Corinthians 14.2 and 14.14. This thing. So when I'm tonguing, I know that I'm doing something very well. Instead of spending time to tongue, you are going to a sister. Hey, hmm. You say, Mother's Day, no much chain, you baby, no one, baby. Ah, no much chain, you man. And you baby, no much chain. Ah, you say, be no one, baby. How do you church way? Then I made it. Now I have topic. Oh, oh. Instead of tonguing, you have become a tabarer. Please, let's spend time on good things. Praise the Lord. Verse number 19. No, praying for Paul. Begin, so I will stop it here. But I need to bring something across very important. Now, you see, when David met Goliath in First Samuel chapter 17, Listen to this carefully. When David, in fact, before I speak that, let me explain something here. Jesus was telling something to his disciples. And then all of a sudden, he saw in the spirit that the prince of this world was coming to the gathering like the way when Job was with his people in the presence of the Lord. That Satan came, that Job didn't even know that Satan had come there. That is how come we need to be very careful. You see, so whenever you are lying, you have another demon coming around. And as you lie, you give them the opportunity to enter. So we need to be very careful. But this time Jesus was with his disciples. 
And then they were chatting. And then all of a sudden, Jesus saw the prince of this world coming. And then Jesus said to the disciples, I think it's in John 14, 30. Jesus said to the disciples, The prince of this world cometh, but he has no part in me. Can you all read the scripture for me? One, two. No, no, you are not talking well. One, two. You know, Jesus was telling them some things that he didn't need to hear. So, when he saw Satan coming around, he said, I will no longer talk. We'll talk later. It's like the way we do it naturally. When you are talking, you are, you, you are talking about somebody and the person is coming. Um, but Jesus was not concerned. So, but the interesting, I'm not worried about, I will no longer. I'm worried about the statement that he made, which I want to explain to you. You see, what I'm sharing to you, let me tell you, is the Holy Ghost who told me. Me, I didn't know. I've read the scripture for too long. I didn't know. But he gave me understanding. He said, and he has nothing in me. He has nothing in me. Means that he is coming, but he will look. And if there was anything that I have done wrong, it gives him access. So that is why the scripture says, neither give place to the devil. So whenever the Bible says, neither give place to the devil, when we lie, we are opening a door. When we gossip, we have, that is why God in his wisdom also said in his word, every idle word that a man speaks, he will answer for it. Because he knows that we are a baby queen. Have you understood it? There's another portion, just John chapter 6 or so, is it 27? He, when he, he said that, which of you can convict me of sin. That is to buttress the point that is that correct? Oh, I'm not. Yes. Which of you can convict me of sin? John six, six, twenty-seven. Let me see what is there. Or eight twenty-seven. Otherwise, look for it. Which of you can convict me of sin? Why did he say that? He was trying to say, the only way by which Satan can get to anybody is when you become an instrument of unrighteousness. So you, when you go to Romans, you will see something like this. Neither yield your members to become an instrument for unrighteousness. Praise the Lord. So brethren, Satan cannot attack anybody because Jesus has defeated him. But what he does is that whenever we find ourselves not practicing anything right, thank you, practicing anything right, he takes advantage. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Satan can get to me because that's it. Hallelujah. So may I plead with you. Begin to protect yourself. And don't do anything that will open door. The weapons of our warfare are these. Tell the truth. Be obedient. Be kind. Tender-hearted. See no evil. Talk no evil. This take away from your head anything that exalts itself above the word of God. Kick it out. 
Any supply of Satan that comes to your mind to say, You kick it out. He say, Long life did he say he will satisfy me? You quote the scripture. I mean, when we walk like this, brother, we will not be afraid. He will not press us down. We'll be releasing the weapon. Because after all, the word of the Lord is the sword of the spirit as he's able to deal with this situation. It wouldn't be complete for me to show you something. You see, Satan used words. And through the words that he uses, his demonic spirits fly in the words. Now, when the child of God uses the word of God, The Spirit of God also flies in the word of the Lord to crush Satan. And I show you a very simple one before we stand to pray. You remember 1 Samuel chapter 17 when David had gone to the field and the people were afraid because Goliath would stand there and exclaim hi and say that you know... Give me a man to fight with you, and then when you're able to, when he's able to conquer me, then you will, we will become your servants. But if I conquer you, I defile the armies of Jesus Christ, uh, the armies of God, and all of that. That as soon as the man comes from his cage and begins to talk like that, all the lineup of Israel, bah, they run away for forty days. Now, David had been sent by his father to go and give supplies because there was, he felt that they didn't take enough food and probably by this time they may be needing food. David, a child of God, who, who, who will sing on the field and make melody, building up himself in his most holy, most holy faith. I bless the Lord at all times. Your praise shall be in my mouth. You are worthy to be praised. As he was doing all of that, he was building himself. Ephesians will tell you that as you do these things, you build yourself. Now, quickly, David now has been given... With the things to take to his brothers. When he got there, this giant come to speak, and then somebody said, He's coming, oh, oh my journey. And then David is standing there, what's happening here? And then somebody said, Ah, we need a man here. This giant, he has six feet, six feet down, six here, his spear. He is protective. He has a helmet, but forehead is open. We need a man. And the king said, anybody who will kill this man, he will, his house will be exempted from taxes. And he will give his beautiful daughter for free. No diary. David said, hey. <laughs> I have killed. But when I read the report, I was excited. He said, I have killed bear and lions with my hand. Brethren, may we love the Lord. May we, may we build up ourselves in Him. And this guy, I will do him like that. It's a long story. I can't tell you how his brothers reacted and all of that. But let me, in conclusion, let me tell you. Now, David now comes and they take him to console. And David says that, I'm going to fight this guy. I'm going to kill him. Kensal said, you are youth. You can't. If you are youth, may I tell you that. Let no man despise your youth. Amen. He says, okay, come to my corner. So now they go to his corner. He put Kensal's cloth on him, his, his armor. And David is moving and the thing is weighing him down. He said, I beg you. I have not proven this. You take it off. Say, but what will be your protective thing? I have the truth. I've been telling the truth. I have the righteousness. I will do it. So don't worry at all. I will finish this guy. David takes his, his catapult. Takes five stones. Anytime I read the scripture, I'm just too excited. Now David goes and this giant is there. Am I a dog? Where I want is... The statement that he made is for the sex. 
I want to show them. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. So the Philistines said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? Listen to this. And the Philistine did what? Please talk. He did what? That's how Satan operates. Cast him by his cause. So the things that happen, the spirit behind it is what makes it work. Let's go further. Now when he has done this, David replied, and listen to David's. David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, with a javelin, but I come to you in what? I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. So David, and now when we come to the New Testament, the Bible says that we pull down strongholds through God. We pull down strongholds through God. So David now speaks and says, You come to me, you curse me by your gods. I defile that, but I come to you in the name of the Lord whom you have defiled. Pa! And straight to the forehead, countryman is down. Brother, this is the spiritual warfare we are in. This is why you shouldn't be afraid. If you come, that's why we pray in the name of Jesus. All the people, by the grace of God, God has been bringing for him to do the healing and the deliverance through me. It is only through the name of the Lord. When they are telling the stories, I don't care. All I say is that when we come to do it, every stronghold will tremble. And it has been trembling. Praise the Lord. And so, brethren... As I come to a close, I mean, there's so much to talk about this. But I just want you to begin to have a fresh understanding about spiritual warfare. The weapons of our warfare, they are not physical. So, if you got up and say, That's not it. He doesn't fear shouting. But, through faith, I come against you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You have no power. Jesus rendered you hopeless. Therefore, your power will not work. Let me say this. When you say such a word by faith, it works. It works. It works so tangibly. Let's not be afraid. Shall we stand to our feet? Can I ask that we express ourselves in prayer?